Welcome to Point of View. If you refer to your playbill, the role of Nick Gervasi will be played by Nicholas Gervasi, now age 24. The role of Justin Dew will be played by Justin Dew, very comfortable in a comfy sweatshirt blanket. Please be mindful of our actors and silence your phones. Now please, enjoy this unique and always entertaining performance of Point of Dew. Nicholas Gervasi, now age 24. How are you? Old. And also, I didn't realize we were recording when you started. I was laying on the floor, and I was like, oh, we're recording. I gotta get up. Um, <laughs> I'm good. I am I feel like I'm in my mid-20s, honestly. <laughs> I do. I said, feel like mid- As you said the other day, you're no longer a spring chicken. I don't know what the definition of that is, but... I don't either, but I think... Mid twenties is like twenty four to twenty six. That's how I would okay, describe yeah. that. Fair so I, I feel like I'm in my mid twenties now, which is not as scary as I thought it would be. Um, I am alive. So what do, what do you mean by like you feel like you're in your mid twenties? Like is your body creaking? Do you is your hair graying? What 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 are you what are you experiencing? Well, no, my hair is not graying. Praise be to God. <laughs> I feel like you'd good look good with silver, a little bit of silver. I don't know. Nope. I saw a bald filter on Snapchat. I saw myself in a bald filter the bald filter the other day, and I almost cried. Um, but <laughs> thankfully, I have all of my hair and all of it's brown. Um, but no, I just feel like I'm. You know, I recognize like I've been out of college for a minute now, and I have a job, and I don't know. I just feel like I don't identify with the youth as much as I did. So the youth. Sure. Yes. Sure. You don't know all the slang, what the, no. what the kids are no, saying. I, no. Um. No. I mean, I do. I think I'm pretty good at, at keeping up with that. But uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really just it's just really really more that I recognize that I'm not in college anymore, and like in terms of relationships, I'm looking for something. I mean, I've always been looking for something serious, but like with someone else that is. I feel like more people now my age are looking for that and not necessarily what they were looking for at 20 and 18 and 19 when we were in college. So, um, yeah, I, I feel I feel like I am 24. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> sure. How are you? You'll have to you'll have to let me know what that's like when I'm when I reach that point or I'll let you know if my experience is something when I reach that point. Well, you're not old yet. I turned old last year. So when okay. you turn 23, so 23 let me is know. when you're old. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Apologies to, to apologies to like over half of our viewers, um, or our listeners <laughs> who are older than these ages yes. that we are. Yes. 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 <laughs> I think our main age, our listening age, is like our largest group is twenty four to twenty seven. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess we're soft rock for oldies. <laughs> Magic one hundred six point seven. That's a radio yeah. station near us. That's um, what I was thinking too. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like that radio station's always on in, like, dentist offices. Exactly. You know? Um, yes. You asked how I am. I'm good. 
Um, la last episode, we talked about making friends. We kind of did a little bit of a check-in. Um, mm -hmm. I've, I've made a new friend from tennis. I don't know if I've talked about this person, but I made a friend. I'm in a like a social league through the USTA, which is the United States Tennis Association. Mm. And we've just been, we've been hitting like outside of the team time and it's been, it's been like team matches and stuff and it's been fun. So that's been really nice. Um, yeah, we celebrated your birthday. I was going to say, speaking Friday. of new friends, speaking of new friends, you finally met Claire. I met, I met Claire. That was very fun. She's great. She's awesome. Hi, Claire. Claire, if you're listening, hi, Claire. Yeah, we celebrated my birthday. We went to a restaurant that transitions into more of a club slash bar, and it was really fun. I got to merge three friend groups, really, because I consider Tom from high school, and then, you know, he merged into college when we went to college together. But I had, like, my high school, my college, and my post-college, and the two post-college friends were Lauren, who I met through you, and also Claire who I knew in college but she was more part of like my home friend group um and I just want to give a shout out to Megan Lynch um who listens to this show and also Justin and also Mary and also Rachel and Elizabeth who all had a hand in planning this though Mary or Megan said she made the reservation so shout out to all of you um I had a lot of fun and I felt very appreciated and loved as a friend so that was really I'm glad. cool. And you didn't feel stressed out because I remember last episode you said merging friend groups is sometimes something that you are are cautious about. I'm glad I could finally see Tom. You didn't you finally opened the gate. Well, <laughs> I didn't open anything because I didn't invite people to this. Um that was all you guys. But I always considered you and Tom I, I know I just said he was from high school, but like in the same friend group. Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. you said that I was kind of surprised last episode, um I always considered <laughs> you guys just in the same friend group and that it was just distance that um, like distance location wise that you guys hadn't seen each other for a while. I just but, like um, messing with you. I know, but I, <laughs> I had a good time and that was going to be my check-in, but I was like, no, I need something more sensationalized because I haven't had like a really, um, shocking check-in in a while. And I was like, I just haven't done anything out of like celebrating a birthday is exciting, but it's not like out of the ordinary, you know, like people celebrate birthdays. And then last night, God gave me a gift. I dreamt that I was pregnant. <laughs> it was literally the best thing that could have happened to me for this show. It was a stress dream for sure because I was carrying the baby. I don't know how, but we could do that. Like men could have babies. I was carrying the baby. It was in like a little sack that was tied or like went around my neck like a scarf, but then it was connected to me like physically also it was the weirdest thing um and i was like shoot like i need to take pictures i'm not even kidding i was like i need to take t pictures for tinder before i like am showing like i was like because people aren't gonna want that responsibility of co-parenting like right as they see pictures of me it was the weirdest dream and i was oh my gosh it was so bad i was like i i'm not gonna have any money how am i gonna do this like it was it was an interesting interesting dream and it went on for a long time I was also mad at my mom. Like, it was detailed, too. I was mad at my mom because she told people before I was ready. Yeah, yeah, to. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what, like, it was just a real, it was a really weird dream. Wow. That's, that's, what an interesting, I would love to just sit down with you and just talk about what that means because that is just, probably I a know stress what, dream. 
Yeah, no, it Definitely was. Stressful. It was very stressful. But I will say, so I was talking with Elizabeth and Rachel. We were talking about surrogacy. Um, and Before? Yes. Or yeah, today, yeah, yeah. We were like talking. Well, we yeah. Yes, we were talking about Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas's new baby and how they had, I think him, I think he's a boy. Um, I don't know. Through surrogacy. So mm -hmm. that was how that conversation. So I didn't know how the dream came about. And then I was telling them at breakfast this morning and Elizabeth was like, well, we were just talking about sur surrogacy. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's why. <laughs> I don't know if I said that yet, but I went to breakfast with Elizabeth, Rachel and Megan. So. Yeah. Wow. That, that's something that, <laughs> mm. but I've never been more grateful to have a stress dream because you got something to talk about for the show. <laughs> Check it. Yeah. And I was only like, I was only like three months in the dream, but I was like, wow, this is heavy. Like, I don't want to do this for nine months. You were already three months or three weeks? Three months. Oh, so you were like already at your like beginning your second trimester. I guess I had just found out though. I don't. <laughs> I didn't. It all worked in the dream, but like, let's remember, I was not. I'm not able to give birth, so that was <laughs> that was definitely. It wasn't a logical dream. No, no. I think some of the best dreams are dreams that are not logical. Like yes. my, one of the most memorable dreams that I've had, it was a nightmare I, when I was younger was, you I forget me. what I was doing. No, no, no. I forget what I was doing, but all of the Disney villains that ever existed were chasing me. That's horrible. It was terrible. It was <laughs> terrible. Like absolutely terrible. And some of the Disney villains are like really creepy, you know, like, yeah. like Ursula seems harmless, but then when you like, she's chasing you. Okay. Or like Maleficent. Or, yeah. or uh, who's the one? Oh, uh, Hades from Hercules. Like, that was terrifying. Like, just some mm. creature with, like, blue flame hair. Was Zerg following behind, oh. standing five foot two inches, five inches to whatever the... <laughs> <laughs> five inches? Just yeah, just five inches. Five inches. Yeah. yeah. Rolling. Em Emperor Zerg. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He was the scariest He was one. cool. I love, I loved Zerg. Yeah. I think um, I, I think the dream that dream that I just referred to stems from an old VHS tape that I used to watch as a kid, and it was like a, <laughs> a Disney it's like sing along VHS tape, and we would oh, there was a it was it was based in the Walt Disney World parks, and we mm. my siblings and I would always skip past the haunted house one because we were always terrified of all of the villains doing their thing and dancing in the haunted house, and it was creepy and. <laughs> Well, that's for the trauma episode because we know that oh, you went into a haunted house, haunted house once, and then never again. Oh, I didn't even go in it. I just stood near it, and they started. Yes. Cha yeah, that's a trauma yeah. episode. That's for yes. that's for the for trauma sure. episode for sure. <laughs> so, Nick, what um, are you grateful for? I'm gonna week? make mine quick. I'm gonna make mine quick and just say my friends. Okay. And everybody that was at the party, and even those who weren't at the party, because again, I didn't do the inviting but um everybody that reached out to me for my birthday you didn't do the inviting but i feel like you were part of you yeah you, i mean you were consulted you were i was consulted <laughs> i was consulted but i didn't know we were mixing friend groups at the time i was consulted i thought it was only college so mm, that's okay. that's how that happened but i am very grateful to everybody that reached out to me good i'm glad you had a good birthday it sounds like thank you, you. Birthday, so thank you that's good hopefully you enjoyed as well yeah, i, was I did Hope i'm glad it was it was a lot of fun. We we saw that there was a soup of the day on the menu, soup du jour. Yes, and they ran out of it. 
Did they really? Yeah, we didn't. Oh my gosh, we didn't even talk about this. So we asked what the soup of the day was, and he goes, "It was fantastic." In fact, I ordered myself two to go for the end of my shift. Except they sold the two that I had bought already. So it was like it was butternut squash soup, and Mm. the waiter had ordered some in advance because he wanted to take some home after his shift. Mm -hmm. And oh, Joe, because people kept ordering it, the 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 two bowls of soup that he bought already with his money Mm -hmm. at the beginning of his shift got sold to someone else yikes so sorry joe he was he was he was bummed out and so was yeah. lauren because she wanted some of that yeah sorry lauren yeah. and joe and justin <laughs> justin and i sat on like complete opposite sides of the table so that's why i didn't hear this story but what are you grateful for yes i am grateful for two things one is my faith it's the beginning of lent for mm. catholics and christians and so i've just been kind of more in tune with my faith life i've been mm-hmm. you know lent is a season of almsgiving fasting um, and prayer and so i've been trying to be better with those three things almsgiving maybe not so not as much although i feel like i've been trying to support the you know crisis going on in eastern europe but you know through in ways that i can um, yes of course yeah but but so my faith i'm mm-hmm. thankful for my faith i also went to mass today and that was really nice nice me arms me- <laughs> instead of me arms yes the mr Krabs. yes um i i found i finally found a church in my area with a priest that is really with it like he's not afraid to just call out things that are going on in the world that relate to what's going on even if it's like injustices in the church or in the world or whatever he's just very with it and very justice oriented and i really appreciate that and so i've gone there the last two weeks and on ash wednesday and so that was really good and then the second thing that i'm thankful for is imagination just because i i don't know it's been a really stressful time just not stressful necessarily personally i mean work has been kind of stressful but i think in the world it's been tense right the news just seems to be nothing but negative things and in light of what we're going to talk about today on the episode i think imagination plays a huge role in that and i think it's a huge gift that we're able to just kind of be in our minds and you know sometimes that's not good but sometimes it can be good and we can, you know, escape our reality for a little bit into a good book, into a TV show, into a, you know, a fantasy world. And, um, yeah, but we know, love a fantasy. Imagination. We love a fantasy. Um, I just that's a perfect segue, actually, because this episode is super fun um, and lighthearted and whimsical, exciting. And it's split into two parts because we don't know when to shut up and we're not planning that, but. Two parts for you. This was just a random idea that I had had where I was actually struggling to come up with a topic for today's episode. And I came up with it a couple weeks ago. And I said, well, what if, and I was consulting with a friend actually, what if we, there are so many fantastical worlds that are created by authors, by uh, film producers, by, you know, the, the Marvel Universe, Harry Potter, just, you know, people, you know, Narnia, things like that. 
that are already kind of well-established and, as I had mentioned in my intro, ways to escape from our reality into a fantasy world for just a little bit of time, right? And those are the types of TV shows, books, movies that I really enjoy. Something that's kind of based in our reality, but has a fantastical element to it or something that's fictional or something that doesn't exist, for instance, like superheroes or, you know, princesses, knights, princesses, mythical creatures, things like that. Um, plumbers plumbers you'll 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 get it later okay i tasked nick and myself to pick a mythical or fantastical world that doesn't exist a fictional universe that doesn't exist and if you in that universe you have to be someone who would you be and an example would be say that i chose the marvel universe right do I want to be a superhero? Do I want to be a villain? Am I just going to be a normal civilian that lives in a world that is constantly battling <laughs> aliens and superheroes and villains or what have you? So we're going to see how this works. I, I'm looking forward to it. I think it will be good. And then later on in Act 2, we're going to play a game where we will sort famous people into the Harry Potter houses. Yes. Better be mental illness. Um. Anyways. Um, has anybody seen that meme where he says, when he says, better be Gryffindor in Harry Potter, but somebody's like, if, if they were to put the sorting hat on me, it would say better be mental illness. Um, it's a meme on circulating have, on Twitter. I, oh, I have not. I'm not on Twitter, so I have not seen that. This out of, um, I'm hashtag out of touch. <laughs> I was, my original choice was going to be Chromatica, which is, for those that don't know, the universe that Lady Gaga created um, to coincide with her sixth studio album, also by the name Chromatica, that is her worldview and her artistic way of healing through dance. And it's just, the visuals are really, really cool. Um, but I was like, that's too basic for me because it's, <laughs> you know, that's half of my personality. Um, so instead, I went with, I was going to go with the Mario Mushroom Kingdom. And then I thought, no. We that's what to... I thought you said when you went plumber. Yeah, I do, because Wario's got a thick ass. I decided that I decided that I was going to expand it even further and just go with the whole Nintendo universe. Um, oh, so, that's cool. Yeah, so I thought first about the Mushroom Kingdom, um, just because I think it's so, like, I, I thought it was like, oh, it's fun and peaceful, and then I was like, wait a minute, Bowser's literally kidnapping and then, like, trying to murder Mario and his friends with balls of fire so I guess it's not as peaceful as I had you know initially thought when I was coming up with this but there are different I really like the thing I like about the Mario universe is there are different worlds and they're very organized so Mm. like in the Super Mario Bros um, games there's it starts in the forest and then it goes to the desert which is very different it goes then to the tundra which is icy um, it goes to, it goes in the water, the aquatic islands, which, and th- these places show up in different games. So like in Mario Party, you play the aquatic islands, um, and you ride on dolphins and, but you also can play that in Mario, Super Mario Bros. Um, and then there's a level above the sky, uh, in the mountains, volcano. So I just think it's really cool because they have an assigned bad guy, so to speak for each universe or each level so there are eight koopalings um and they're basically so i don't i didn't know this until somewhat recently bowser is a koopa did you know that i did not no i did not know that Wait, either. what is it what is a koopaling 
The Koopa Link? So yeah, so it's like Koopa Troopa, who, if anybody knows that, he's got a green shell. And like a turtle he looks like a tur- creature. He's right? a turtle. Yeah. He, yeah. Um, he's actually evil. Did anyone know that? He's, no. He works for Bowser. All of the Koopalings are evil, but the Koopalings themselves are the eight, they're like the children of Bowser. And they're, they each have names. You can race as them now in Mario Kart, which I think is funny. Um, but each of them have a level in... Super Mario Bros. And then Bowser Jr. is like the second in command. And then there's uh, Bowser. So I just, that, I really like that each one is separated into their little, like, this is the level that they work. And all of the different villains that you have to battle, like, go along with the themes. Like the dry bones in the volcano. Like, that's, dry bones is a dead Koopa, by the way. Um, So that's where I would want to live. (laughs) Okay. Um, I also think it's really funny that these people are trying to kill each other and then they're like let's just take the day off and race each other in cars yes because that sounds fun like it's just like you're racing with your nemesis sometimes you can be on the same let's play a board game today like bowser i'm gonna try and kill you tomorrow but like let's play a board game we're gonna be on the same team um it's just really funny to me um but when i said so first let me say that if i were to be in mario specifically I would want to be I would want to be like in a group because they seem like they're friends and they have fun. I wouldn't want to be on the bad guy's side. Um so I would want to be I would say like either toad or, because there are a bunch of toads. They're like little mushroom uh creature people. Um they seem like they have fun but they also seem like they do a lot of work. So mm, yeah, they're always working in the video games either in the background yeah, or the foreground. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And like that doesn't sound very fun nor does it sound fresh. So I think Maybe I would probably want to be, like, Luigi, because I wouldn't want to be Mario, and, like, I feel like Luigi isn't targeted very much. He's just a good guy. You don't want that main character energy, necessarily, the main hero, but you'll be, like, the sidekick type of thing. You do always say that you're I, my yeah, Robin. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm your Robin, <laughs> and then I have that main character energy in real life, so... No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you were in the mario universe who would you want to be where would you want to live um what game would you want to exist as part of or like participate in if you were going to do that yeah yeah um well so i i was trying to think about what who i would be as you were talking and i thought of donkey kong but i was like i don't know if i really am a donkey kong type of energy because donkey kong is always good and just kind of like swoops in and like helps you know especially in the right in the super mario party if you land on the dk square yes. you get some you get a star you get something you know special whatever i was like mm, i don't know maybe maybe not i felt like yoshi yeah for, for a couple of reasons one because i feel like yoshi is very like dependable because Mm -hmm. sometimes in certain video games you can like ride yoshi so like if you're luigi or like someone else's mario then like i can just be dependable and i'll just like bring you to where you need to go and you fly yoshi can fly well you ride him and he like goes up in the sky with his little feet so i I guess he can't fly but he can jump really 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 high and he's also like a pack mule and I, on vacations, I can, I find that I'm the one who's like always staying with the bags or, or it's like carrying things for people. And the, although the weird thing is when he's a pack mule, he kind of like eats 
the thing, doesn't yes, he? he? Like sticks his he tongue out and then goes out. <laughs> that was a good like... you're good at like sound effects. First the SpongeBob one, which guys, I don't know if you know this, but the like seven hours later was Justin. That was not a the seven months later, yeah. Yes, that's incredible. Um <laughs> I, I didn't show in the impressions episode, but <laughs> if you, I like that. I that I like that answer a lot. And if you go back to the bunk bed episode or like discussion, I guess you could say that I would also be Yoshi. But <laughs> I wasn't thinking like that. No, I know, I know, but I was. Um, I I also think too. Can't Yoshi use what's around him as like he feel like he's very resourceful. He is. Right? I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. I am Yoshi because he can, like, eat something and then lay an egg and then use the <laughs> egg as, like, a weapon. But, like, I feel like he can – the fact that he can use the egg – Well, he lays eggs. It must be me because I was pregnant in my dream the other night – or last <laughs> night. So it's sh- I'm shaping up to be – I'll be, like, the blue Yoshi. You can be the green Yoshi or whatever color you want to be. Are there different colored be. Yoshis? Yes, there are. Really? Is it is, – yes. is Yoshi, like, a like a, a species? species or, I like think a, so. like, a group of – I think so. So, like in oh, like one in like the side games, like Mario Kart, it's like you can play as Yoshi. So I think peop- most people just think of Yoshi as like a person, not right. a person, but like a character. But there are different types of Yoshi's and different colors. Um, but I don't think they have different personalities. Maybe they do. I don't know. Maybe I'm not knowledgeable enough on Yoshi. I think that the I remember that there was a maybe it was a Nintendo DS game that it was like Yoshi Valley or Yoshi mm. Falls or something. That was like it was a game that was just based on Yoshi. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like Yoshi was really, I don't know. I feel like I'm a, I'm a Yoshi. And oftentimes too, when I'm faced with like, if I'm playing a Mario game and I'm faced with all the wall of characters, I do either pick either Mario, if I'm feeling like that, Donkey Kong, if I'm like, okay, or, or Yoshi. So I feel like it was between one of those three. I don't know. I, I liked your point about you wouldn't necessarily want to be Mario because you feel like there's a target on your back yeah. in every single game. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I don't wouldn't necessarily want threat to my life. I don't mm-hmm. feel like anyone really wants to kill Yoshi or mm-hmm. hurt Yoshi. <laughs> it's just a little right. dinosaur that's trying to live his life, you know? Right. Dinosaur-like creature. I don't know. Yes. Um, just to expand this for a minute, my dream vacation is Woohoo Island. Which, of course, is the Nintendo Island that is the setting of Wii Sports Resort. And it just looks like the most relaxing vacation. The Mies look like they are living, like having the time of their lives. No stress whatsoever. They go for runs. They can go jet skiing. They can kill each other on the top of that giant tower where you're like hitting each other with metal bats until one of you falls off yeah it's like sword fighting or something yeah yeah yeah. which i'm not necessarily in favor of doing myself but seems like a good time um the basketball court is really nice especially the free throw competition at night there's a hotel in the background i like to think that the other me's are just like having fun in there Um, yeah i didn't know that that island had a name Oh, it does. And it's in Mario Kart, too. There's a Woohoo Island level that you can drive around in. So Really? In, like, yes. one of the newer ones or one of the older yeah. ones? Yeah, Mario Kart 8. Okay. Potentially Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, but it's very... I'm really interested in it. And there's there's different, like, references to it, I believe, in other games as well. Um, Super Smash Bros. has it as a level, but, yeah. I'd also love to live in Animal Crossing universe, but that's also nintendo but I'll, i i'm gonna stick with my answer being mushroom kingdom 
do you want to talk about yours? Where you would want to live? Sure. Can can you Mushroom Kingdom? Is that in a specific video game? What's that in? I think that's just the Mario universe. Is the Mushroom is, Kingdom is named Mushroom Kingdom? Like yes. As a whole? Yes. Oh, okay. And it is. I learned in my research. It is a monarchy. That makes sense. Spearheaded by Princess Peach and yes, by Princess Peach. Um, oh, oh, she's a monarch. She is. Yes. Uh, so I thought that was cool to to learn their local government style. Um, but also, yeah. good for her for not you know staying within rank because she if if I don't know if her and Mario are married or what their relationship is, but he's a plumber and she's a princess. Yeah. Yes. So. Yes. Um, we love that. She's really pulling a Kate. Um, what's Kate Middleton's daughter's name? Princess. She's she's ahead in line for the throne when typically in or historically it would be the male children that are in line for the throne. I thought she George is George not. Well, well, George is, but she they have a second brother and he's younger than her. Princess Charlotte of Cambridge. Charlotte, yes. Yeah, she's a literal icon um, <laughs> just because she's ahead of um, Louis. Louis. She's the first um, royal child to be ahead of her younger brother. So what a queen. Yeah, so I would want to live in the Mushroom Kingdom, um, which I believe includes all of the like courses in Mario Kart. Um, Coconut Mall being one of my favorites. It looks like yeah. a fun place to shop. Um, yeah. And the train, oh my god, the train in Mario Kart 8, or not Mario Kart, sorry, Mario Party 8, that is a phenomenal um, map. Yes. I recommend it. Absolutely. There's nothing like playing a 50-round version of that game (laughs) for like four hours. Oh yeah, I've done it before. In one sitting, wow. Yep. That's impressive. Yeah. That's a lot of stamina, it takes a lot of stamina. Oh, it does. (laughs) <laughs> takes even more stamina to win, and trust me, <laughs> I've got it. Um, but I want to hear about your uh, universe that you want to live in. Yes. So a show that I used to watch, in fact, I watched it last year with our producer, Dan, is called Once Upon a Time. And Once Upon a Time, the whole concept, without giving anything away, is that all of the storybook creatures that we grew up with like anywhere from snow white and the seven dwarves to ariel to the you know wicked witch of the west from wizard of oz to dorothy to rumpelstiltskin you know any 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 character you know peter pan any character from the storybook storybook uh uh, worlds that uh, that we kind of like knew you know like the Hans Christian Andersen's type of thing, the Grimm brothers type of stories are in the place, they live in a place called the Enchanted Forest and the world kind of gets bigger. But the evil queen from Snow White casts a curse on all of the creatures and brings them to a place where no happy endings exist. Ironically, that they it brings them to our world. So the curse... Yikes! This curse brings all of these characters who live in the Enchanted Forest, or if you're, you know, the Wicked Witch, they live in Oz, or all, all, you know, all the all the fictional universes, and brings them to a town in Maine called Storybrook. Okay. Play on words, Storybrook, yes. Maine. I see what they did there. Yes. So, 
I and so each character doesn't know their fictional not fictional because it's very real to them their counterpart so okay. for instance um um rumpelstiltskin doesn't know that he's rumpelstiltskin he's just mr gold the owner of a pawn shop oh. in storybrook in storybrook maine okay or um oh dan you're gonna have to help me what what is it's mary something mary poppins no no snow white's uh storybrook name Mary Margaret. Mary Mary Margaret. Mary Margaret is a school teacher and she doesn't know that she's Snow White. Right. I mean, there are certain aspects to her personality that she's very nice, good with kids, very good with animals that are let you know that she's Snow White and all, as a as a viewer you know who each character lines up with, but in the first season at least they don't know who they are. And Ooh, what they're doing. I want to watch this now. It's a very good show. And I'll actually, act- actually, um, our friend Mary, when I was watching it, she thought it was like a kid's show. And so she thought yeah. Dan and I were watching like this like kid's show and we're getting super into it. Because we got super into it. Like, like yeah. just super jazzed about the show. And like, we're just, like with the twists and the turns and everything. And then she started watching. She goes, oh, this is not a kid's show. This is very much an adult show. But it has, you know, characters from from when we're kids. Yeah. And so that's really cool. Yes. Um I'll add it to the shows the list of shows I want to but will never watch because I just the list is too long. No, I actually want to watch the show though. I, I probably will. This sounds really good. So that's the universe that I'm thinking. And and it's it's kind of tricky because it's you're playing two characters, right? So you're playing your storybrook main character, who's just a normal person, but then you have your enchanted forest fictional character counterpart so you're playing both basically the important thing here is when you're trying when i ask you who do you think you would be you have to kind of think of two things right you think of who's your fictional character going to be and then who's that counterpart so my fictional character who was actually on this show and this might be a little bit easier for me because i watched the show was i think i would like to be the mad hatter from alice in wonderland Okay. And the reason for that is because, and the Mad Hatter on the show was played by Sebastian Stan. I don't know if anyone knows who he is, I don't, but he's I, I don't know him. he's a great actor. He plays the Good Winter on you, Soldier. Sebi. He plays the Winter Soldier oh. in in the Marvel universe. But okay, so I would like to be Nick will know him. Shout out Nick, Nick episode Baker. thirteen. Hello. Yes. So I would like to be the Mad Hatter because of a couple of things in the show. His hat has a superpower. So if you, if you, not superpower, but if you spin, when he spins his hat, it brings you into, you can like jump into it kind of like Blue's Clues, right? Mm-hmm. And it brings you to a place where there's a door to all of the other universes. So I kind of named that there's um, the Enchanted Forest, which is where most of the characters from the show live in the fictional side of things. There's a door to Oz. There's a door to Neverland. There's a door to Wonderland. So he's kind of the gatekeeper or one of the gatekeepers i'll say to getting to the other worlds and i think that would be kind of cool to just you know when you're in storybrook when you're on earth but if you wanted to go somewhere else to say neverland or oz or wonderland or you know what have you you can just kind of spin your hat and like help people through or you know all those types of things so i think that would be kind of cool um 
as the person so that would be like my fictional side as the person in storybrook maine i feel like i would want to be and i hadn't thought about this one too too much but i think i would want to be like a barista because i feel like a lot of people get coffee in the morning and i feel like i would run into like everyone in town and since the town i'm sure is like a relatively small town i feel like everyone would come to the local coffee shop and i could kind of eavesdrop on what people are talking about and kind of get the drama okay so i feel like i'd be like the barista um i could get you know exotic coffee beans from the different worlds too if i wanted to um or different recipes or pastries or things like that and so i'd be a barista that doesn't know that i'm actually the mad hatter and the mad hatter likes tea right because yeah so i feel like that works really well that's great and i love that because they have a they have a in alice in wonderland they have is it i don't know if they call it a mad tea party but they they have a they have a tea party for sure right um but i feel like that works well yeah this is a really cool prompt i really like this and i figured out actually who i would want to be okay Um, i'm excited to hear for more reasons than one um i would want to be peter pan okay because I think that the idea of him never growing up is, like, really cool. And I think it's something that no person really wants to do. Like, we say we want to grow up. We want, like, our freedom, of course. But I've said this before. We aren't born to work, which I think is ironic considering I work six days a week and really enjoy working. But I just think, like, keeping that, you know interest in just everyday things you know like work but also and getting excited by it and i also still like i get excited about these universes like mario um like chromatica like when lady gaga releases a new album like that's a very exciting thing to me i i find joy in very uh whimsical things i guess um and i would like to start using skincare products more so that's (laughs) (laughs) he stays young you get it. Um, I think that if I were the counterpart to that, I think it would be somebody who adults, and not all adults, obviously, would consider someone who's not working a real job, like podcasting. Like if this were to, you know, oh, interesting. really, really take off, which we've been, you never know, because like I said, we've been very impressed with the success that we've already had. Um, but, you know, Anything Always room for like growth, it. yeah. Yes, of course. But just anything, like, fun and entertaining. Like, whether it be... Because you think about when people go off to be actors, there are a lot of naysayers. Yeah. It's like, oh, you need to get a, a real job, whatever a real job means to them. Um, but then the ones that make it big, it's like, okay, well, then they get a very different story. It's like, oh, well, they're, you know, they're one in a million, whatever. But I just think that... You know, something that I really, really, really enjoy that I could also work, you know? So, like, if this example, this, if this, you know, this I've said that already. Podcast? Yes, the podcast. Yeah. Like, if, the, if, if I could make that my job, that would be awesome. I would have more time to do other things. Um, but with that said, I do find excitement in little things. Like, I, I like, I am somebody that can enjoy working in a cubicle. I've said this before. Um so that's what I would want to be. As far as my name in in the real world, if it wasn't Peter, I would say 
um, his nickname would be Twink. Um, and you, you all know why. Um, and also just because that's a trope with Peter Pan is that he is one um, and he flies. Let's leave it at that. Well, also his, his partner in crime is Tinkerbell. The, I feel like you're harping on the, the the childhood the childhood wonderment like as you grow up you don't want to lose that excitement that you have like over little things that like children have and um they continue right. to have like yeah like to go deeper like I would I can't sing professionally but that would be so fun to be like a Lady Gaga figure like that's sure. just that would be the ultimate ultimate fun job and dream but I really like writing too and that's something I'm really really good at. So I would love to publish books successfully in, I mean, I'd love to publish any book, but to be able to make a living off of it would be really cool too. You had me think about something in terms of going deeper and why I want to be the Mad Hatter too. I think one thing about the Mad Hatter is potentially his name could be politically incorrect because he might be crazy or maybe there's something more to that. Right. But, Mm -hmm. um, I, I mean, I'm obviously I've mentioned this. I'm into mental health, so mm-hmm. I think being that character, having that descriptor, could be interesting. So I mean, there's there's a chance to you know advocate for other people who are quotes mad. Um, <laughs> I swear um, to God, season twenty four, it's gonna be like you with the doctorate degree, and I'm gonna be your patient. Like, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> I'm I, honestly that would be. That'd be fun. It'll be interesting. It'll be an interesting <laughs> podcast. Therapy, I feel like but it's live. I feel like ethically, we might have some issues. I mean, but... if both people are if both people are in on it, Katy Perry did a live therapy session once on did her she? Witness Worldwide. Yes, I'd have to I'd have to look into that more. Yeah, before, she talked about know, it. But yeah, yeah. I, she honestly though, she talked about some very like she talked about like when her trigger war- suicide trigger warning when she was feeling suicidal. So like it was very it wasn't. Just like surface, not that anything is surface in therapy, but you know. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, But yeah, like I think that's one side of things. And also I think the other side of thing is that I think the way I perceive and, you know, that's the great thing about fictional universes and fictional characters is other people can interpret them how they want. There's no necessarily right or wrong way. But the way that I interpret the Mad Hatter is that he, I feel like is very smart. It's just so much knowledge that he's just trying to, figure it out so i feel like in the fictional side if i were the mad hatter it'd be like i don't know equivalent to not equivalent but similar to me in the sense that like i i have a lot of different interests and all different things and so Mm. that compiling into one brain and then the the storybrook main side of things is like i said kind of eavesdropping on what people are saying in the coffee shop and just kind of like having all of those stories, just, you know, being a little bit of a gossip, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> just having all of the information. <laughs> I love that. You just made me realize, well, not realize, I knew this, but it came up in my head. Um, Chromatica is heavily based on Wonderland. Oh, is it? There's a, yeah, there's a picture of her in the album booklet, like falling and her outfit has scars all over it. Like, and it's, it's supposed to be like a very traumatic, like she fell like, She's kind of like falling down the rabbit hole, but is she's that the backwards. Album cover? No, that's no. I believe that's supposed to be like the manhole on top of the uh the hole and on top of the rabbit hole where she's oh. laying on it. But there's a video of her like on her back falling, and it's the first song is Alice on the album. Oh, interesting. I think this was a cool way to escape our very real world, and I thought this mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. And I'm really curious, listeners. 
play along with us. It, like think of a think of a fictional universe either that you've read in a book or a TV seen in a TV show or seen in a movie. Is a cinematic universe? You know anything anything that has been established by you know an author or someone. You know it could be your own too. But who would you who would you be in that universe too, and why? And I, I think that could be a really cool thing to kind of like connect with our audience and kind of build community and see where people are. And it, I feel like it can change too, like based on based on where you are in a given moment, right? Like where, who would you be and where would you be? But anyway, with that, my name is Justin Dew. That is Nick Gervasi. You can reach us at our email, pointofdewpodcast at gmail.com or by sending us a voice message on our website, anchor.fm forward slash pointofdew. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Point of Dew Podcast or Twitter at Point of Dew. If you enjoy our show, give us a rating or review in the Apple Podcast Store or share us with a friend or family member. We'd really appreciate it and are truly grateful for your support. As always, we hope you have a great week. Thank you for listening and we'll see you in Act 2. Again. But this time